0: Previously on Commander Cookout Podcast. So Max Crandell, your uncle with one leg doesn't think we look like bitches. So obviously, we've accepted your challenge. And you're going to die. It's not going anywhere good for you guys. Nope. Just let so that you know. So where is it all going down? Where is it all going down? It's going down GP Vegas in June. We're going to meet him face to face, and I'm going to beat Max Crandell with a club. Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 50. I'm Brando, I'm here with Ryan, and today we're going to answer the age-old question, What the fuck is Ooze Tribal? Now hit our theme song! Hey Ryan, we're back for another Whirlwind Adventure, episode 50. How you doing? Well, good. What's going down? Whole ton is going down. We're going to clean house on Max Crandell later on in our cleanup step. We're going to finally answer a question that we ourselves asked ourselves way back in like episode 10. Yeah. And uh, we're going to have a good time doing it. Yeah, you used our one F-bomb for the show in the yeah. intro. <laughs> yeah. Yes,
1: I did. So now we have to heck everything.
0: Well, people like when we say heck. I like saying heck. Yeah. Heck and A.
1: Shout outs? <laughs> <laughs> Shoutouts. No. Shoutouts. Social media coordinates. Social media coordinates. I'm getting ahead of myself.
0: I actually wrote these down because it was hard to remember. It only sometime. took
1: 50 episodes for us to write it down. Episode 50 <laughs> to get it. A...
0: It's like when the Americans spent all those millions of dollars to invent a pen that would write in space, mm. and the Russians just used a pencil. Yep. I know that it's bad to talk to about the Russians like they're good, but, I mean, that was a...
1: And the Americans like they're bad? Wait, no, that's not bad. That's not bad. It's just...
0: Sometime...
1: You know what? That being said, the only thing that the pencil couldn't write on in in... Like the only surface in the space thing that the Russians took up, it couldn't write on windows. Oh. And that was one of the things that the uh, the NASA, I don't know if it was NASA or not, but NASA, let's call them, wanted to be able to write on. I think that's how the paint marker got invented. Neat. Yeah. Oh, the more you know. NASA holds patents for a whole ton of stuff like that is weird, like Silly Putty. NASA holds the patent on it. Really? Yeah.
0: little Velcro.
1: Um, same thing. NASA holds that, the patent on that too. Cool. Yeah.
0: I'm glad I know that. WD-40, same thing. WD-40 is from freaking space, though. It was invented for space. No, it was, it's from space. It's that's from the I only reason it does what it, came it does. From. <laughs> yeah. They didn't invent it to go into space, they got it in space and brought it <laughs> and back. brought here. it back,
1: so it's actually just an alien thing.
0: Yeah, like Spider-Man's suit. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Alien technology.
0: That's why they keep it in a pressurized can and not just out. Because it would attach to you and give you superpowers and take over your body and mind.
1: I think you're talking about Venom.
0: That's exactly what I'm talking about, except WD-40.
1: I, You know what I imagined when you said Spider-Man's suit pressurized in a canister? I thought, like, spray paint? You can just <laughs> spray paint yourself with spider man suit, and you have a suit. That'd be kind of neat, actually. Do you start naked underneath, and then you spray it onto yourself?
0: Well, you'd have to start with some kind of, like, tuck job going on so that your mm-hmm. wiener wouldn't be hanging out.
1: Do you tuck it in between your own legs?
0: That's where you you usually put it. It's not like you can turn it inside out like a sock.
1: But if you tuck it in between your legs, then it's like out the back.
0: Well, yeah, it goes up your butt crack.
1: (laughs) Not what I thought. I thought like... I don't know what I thought.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just blew Ryan's mind. Now, before we blow it anymore, we're going to go on to these social media coordinates. We are CCO Podcast on Twitter and tappedout.net. That's where you can see today's deck, yesterday's deck, and any other deck we're going to talk about anytime in the future. We are commandercookout at gmail.com. That's where you can send us show suggestions, love mail, hate mail, suggestions, comments, no nudes.
1: Maybe they can send nudes if it's like, no. no.
0: nope, Nope. Nope. Not even then, right? No,
1: I was thinking about the tuck job again. I'm not interested.
0: <laughs> we're also commandercookout on YouTube. Patreon, EDHrec.com, iTunes, Google Play, Google Machine, Facebook, and on com, where we valiantly struggle to take down those scrapbooking ladies.
1: Scrapbooking ladies. Scrapbooking ladies. How are they number one?
0: I don't know. By a long shot. We'll get them someday, CCO Nation. You just watch.
1: For sure. And you know what? I guess we've been getting lots of request mores. Do you know what I mean? Like your Podomatic audience has requested more. That's when... Somebody from CCO Nation goes and hits the Request More button on Potomatic. Thanks. You could do that on not the exact same thing, but you can do it on iTunes. You can give us a five-star review oh, or a comment. I assume you can do that on Google Play as well, but uh, I don't use Google Play.
0: Yeah, I don't have Google Play either, actually. That was uh, F.U. Smitty's idea.
1: I was going to say, F.U. Smitty, you tell us. Yeah, thanks for the idea. And Give us a five-star review.
0: Speaking of five star reviews, thanks for all the new follows on, on the Facebook page. It's growing nicely. Oh yeah, and, and lots of five star reviews there too. Yeah, we really appreciate that. Uh as also I guess that's a good segue into a a good review on Facebook, a like a follow, entered into the Thraxamondar I Wanna Play Zombie Tribal dot giveaway.
1: Oh yes. I like the deck. It is a good deck. I like it. And I like the I bought the the Cuba dice that's coming with it. And I kind of wanted to keep them because I liked them. <laughs> but no, they're they're going your way. Whoever is the winner from the uh aforementioned Facebook, like, follow, share of yeah, I, se- I
0: secretly wanted to keep the Sunshine Yellow Deck box, but did mm, not.
1: Yeah. Yep. Previewed it on the show. Yep. Can't switch it now. Shoutouts. Shout outs. Shout out to new patron, Benedict Rawl. Benedict with a K too. Like, like the letter K in his name instead of a C. Not like,
0: as well as a C, like it's just a K. Huh. I've never seen that before.
1: Funny nickname?
0: Dude, is Benedict. It's a type of eggs. He doesn't need a nickname.
1: You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of nickname, the Mark Niles Funny Nickname Contest to win your sliver package. Another perfect thing to give away during Tribal Arc.
0: Yep. It's heating up. We have some really great yeah. uh, suggestions <laughs> we, of coming. We
1: suggested or, or we, uh, we read a few of the suggestions that we were talking about before the show and there's a couple of them that are really funny.
0: Yeah, they're really, really good. So keep them coming. Uh, that's another giveaway you can be entered into to win. Last shout out. Last shout out.
1: Huge, big shout out to member of CCO Nation, Ben Gum, who sent us a really nice email. Um, yes, he did. I... We're not gonna read it on air because it was it was it was fairly personal. And when I say nice, I mean he said nice things to us and uh, we want him to keep fighting the good fight. Yes, sir. So big shout out to you, Ben. Yep. Keep it up. Yep. and we're uh we're all behind you. On to the list. Onto the list.
0: So as we said right off the top, we're going to be talking about Ooze Tribal today. Who helms an Ooze Tribal deck? Now, obviously everybody's thinking, oh, they're gonna be talking about the Mimeoplasm. But it's not the Mimeoplasm. Because here at CCO Nation, we don't do what you expect us to do.
1: And we, use... and, and we already did the Mimeoplasm once. <laughs> did we? Did we? Oh, oh no. I'm thinking of Yidris because this deck is Yidris Colors. Yes,
0: it is Yidris Colors. At first I was thinking maybe I should just do Yidris. He is and good. Just, here's a, here's a Yidris list for you, but no. No, nope, no. Nope. I decided to go outside the box a little bit further, and I picked a pairing of commanders. Oh. Partners. We're going to do Tana the Blood Sower. She's a 2-2 for Two red, green. She has trample, and whenever she deals combat damage to a player, I get that many green sapperling tokens.
1: Two two with trample for four.
0: That's not very good.
1: No, I think colors. You you're it's using it because I don't even know if you're going to cast her and attack with her, right? Well, you could, you
0: could. There's I there are situations where you, where you could. Uh, maybe the other commander's a little better. Let's 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 see what she does. Yeah, I think it's a he. He maybe. Well, I was looking at the big robot on the art, and I was like, let well, that's, I don't know if you can really tell with the robot. But yeah, I suppose the person in the picture is probably the person that's named on the card. Silas mm-hmm. Ren's Seeker Adept. He's a 2-2 as well for one blue-black. His Death Touch. Ooh, I love Death Touch. Uh, whenever he deals combat damage to a player, you may choose an artifact from your graveyard, and you can cast it.
1: So he lets you miniature... Ah, Yoggmoth's will for an artifact. <laughs> yeah, if somebody
0: <laughs> wrecks your artifact, you can get them back. Or yeah. if you have something like a Lotus Petal or something like that, you can sack it and then play well, it again.
1: you get a free mana every turn. Yeah.
0: So he's, he's he's okay. Maybe a little bit better, a little more likely to get cast. Yeah. Who knows? Honestly, I, I mostly just pick dudes for colors, and there's only one red-green <laughs> dude, and thus you need a black-blue dude, and there we are.
1: Done. And, uh... Well, there's no better deterrent for a big creature from attacking you than, like, a 2-2 Death Touch for 3. Yes. And then, I mean, then 5 if he dies. So, I mean, still a good way to stop an attacker A 2-2 Death Touch for 5 if you have to cast him again.
0: Yeah, they're they're decent defensive creatures, I suppose.
1: Okay, but this is not a uh, Silas Ren and Tana the Blood... What is your Sower?
0: Tana the Blood Sower.
1: This is not their deck. This is an Ooze Tribal deck because, yeah, right, of course, we're doing tribal arc yes so should we get into the recipe a little bit with some quick hits we absolutely should okay so 32 other creatures we're gonna bang through them real quick and then we're gonna come back and talk about some highlights all right let's do this acidic slime two two death touch enters the battlefield kills a thing five mana adaptive automaton Ooh. Two-two for three enters a battlefield choose a creature type creatures of the type Get plus one, plus one.
0: Altered Ego.
1: Four mana and then X enters the battlefield with X plus one, plus one counters on it and copying target creature. Ancient Ooze. Ooh, there's another Ooze. Star, star for seven. Power and toughness equal to the convert total converted mana cost of other creatures you control. He's a big, big. Argothian Elder. He's a 2-2, two, two, untapped, two target lands for four.
0: Butt Gasp.
1: Butt Gasp. He's not an Ooze. He looks kind of like an Ooze. No. Look at him. He's a vampire. He's a vampire. can't block, get him back from your graveyard by landfalling.
0: Butthole ooze.
1: And or blood hall ooze (laughs) is a 1-1 for one. Something with green, something with black. He gets bigger.
0: Yes, Chasm Skulker.
1: Not an ooze. Do you want to die?
0: We'll explain that later.
1: Okay, he's a 1-1 for 3. Whenever you draw a card, put a plus 1 on him. When he dies, you get squids equal to the 1-1s.
0: Consumptive
1: goo. Here's a gooey, oozy kind of dude that I like from Scourge. 1-1 for black, black. Pay 4. Target creature gets minus 1, minus 1. Put a plus 1, plus 1 on Consumptive goo.
0: Dominus of fealty.
1: Not ooze of fealty is... Is it... Mana, like is it hybrid? Times five, four, four flyer at the beginning of your upkeep. You may gain control of target permanent until end of turn. It gains haste if you do untap it.
0: Elvish Aberration.
1: Elvish Aberration, also originally from Scourge, I believe. Four, five, four, six, tap. Green, green, green to your mana pool. Forest Cycling.
0: Experiment Craj.
1: This guy could have been the commander for the deck, but you wouldn't have been able to play black for some of the black oozes. Or red for the red oozes. Four, six, four, blue, blue, green, green, two. Experiment Craj gains all activated abilities of creatures with plus one, plus one counters on it, and you can tap him to put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature.
0: Experiment one.
1: Experiment one is a one, one for one, has evolved. Whenever a creature enters a battlefield with power or toughness that is greater than his, put a plus one, plus one counter on him. When you remove two plus one, plus one counters from experiment one, you can regenerate him. Fathom Mage. Fathom Mage is a one, one for Green, blue, two. Also with Evolve, whenever a plus one, plus one counter is placed on Father Mage, draw a card. I like that one with Experiment Karaj. I I'd do too. Make a big, big draw card. Gobbling Ooze. Gobbling Ooze. <laughs> what a <laughs> funny name. He's a three, three for five. Pay a green, sacrifice another creature, put a plus one, plus one counter on Gobbling Ooze. Gyre Sage. Another one with Evolve. A one, two for two. Tap to add a green to your mana pool for each... Plus one, plus one counter on her. Good for all of the oozes with X in their casting cost. Hermit Druid. Hermit? What the hell? You play like 25 basics in this deck. It's for value. A value Hermit Druid. Value Hermit Druid. Let's give him a read. He's a 1-1 for green one. Pay green, tap, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a basic land card. Put that card into your hand and all other cards into your graveyard. Graveyard shenanigans. Okay. Inexorable blob. Inexorable. Yeah, that is what it says. Yeah. Inexorable. How do you... Don't test me, Ryan. <laughs> He's a 3-3 three, three for 3. Ooze Delirium. When he attacks, if there are four more card types among cards in your graveyard, you get a 3-3 three, three green ooze creature also tapped and attacking.
0: Mephitic Ooze.
1: What the heck is this? It's from Darksteel? Yeah. A 0-5... For Black 4, Mephetic Ooze gets plus 1, plus 0 for each artifact you control. Okay, this is okay with Silas. Whenever Mephetic Ooze deals combat damage to a creature, destroy that creature. The creature can't be regenerated. Now that's Death Touch. Excellent. Metallic Mimic. Metallic Mimic. 2-1 for 2. When it enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. It has that creature type. Whenever other creatures you control of the chosen type enter the battlefield... Put a plus one, plus one counter on them.
0: Mitotic slime.
1: I always forget this is an ooze for some reason. Four, four for five. When it dies, you create two two twos. When those die, you create four one ones. Actually, it's two one ones, but you get them for each ooze. Morphling. Not an ooze. Morphling. Three, three, four. Blue, blue, three. Morphling does everything. We'll talk about him later. Very good. Necrotic ooze. Necrotic ooze. Four, three for Black Black 2, as long as Necrotic Ooze is on the battlefield, it has all activated abilities of all creature cards in all graveyards. Oh, baby. He also does everything. Yes. Just imagine if Morphling's in your graveyard. Then Ooh. he does everything twice.
0: Maybe that is a thing. Who knows? Permeating Mass.
1: Permeating Mass is a spirit? Yes. What kind of garbage is that?
0: I know. It should be an Ooze, but it's not.
1: It's a 1-3 for green when Permeating Mass deals combat damage to a creature. That creature becomes a copy of Permeating Mask. <laughs> now that's Death Touch. Yes. Phyto Titan. Phyto Titan is a 7 2 for green green 4. When it dies, return it to the battlefield tapped under its owner's control at the beginning of the next upkeep. Hmm. Predator Ooze. 1 1 for green green green. Indestructible. Put a plus 1 counter on it when it attacks. When a creature dealt damage with it dies, put a plus 1 plus 1 counter on it primordial ooze I don't know what that one does primordial ooze 1-1 one, one for 1 attacks each turn if able whenever it attacks put a plus 1 on it then pay X if you don't it deals X damage to you renegade crosses it's not an ooze either 3-2 green-green 1 evolve whenever it evolves put a plus 1 plus 1 counter on each creature you control with a plus 1 plus 1 counter on it hm. scavenging ooze Ooh, scavenging ooze is an ooze 2-2 two, two for 2 exile card from a graveyard put a plus 1 on him gain 1 life if it's a creature Sure. Spawn Writhe. Spawn Writhe. Green 2 for a 2 2 Trampler. When it deals combat damage to a player, put a token that's a copy of Spawn Writhe onto the battlefield. Spike Shot Elder. Spike Shot Elder? Really? 1 no. 1 for 1, red red 1, deals damage equal to its power target creature or player. Good with Necroticus.
0: Spinning Slime.
1: 3 3 for 5, green green 3, monstrosity 3 for green green 4. When it becomes monstrous, put a token onto the battlefield that's a copy. what the hell
0: and there we have our creatures
1: there is some jank ass garbage
0: yes in that creature in that creature pool
1: in that creature pool for sure that actually took a long time who do you want to go back to and talk about
0: let's talk about some of the creatures that weren't oozes now here's let me bring you all behind the curtain behind Hmm. the scenes and tell you the truth about ooze tribal there aren't that many good oozes and Sometimes when you're gonna build a theme or tribal deck, you gotta kind of go outside the box a little bit and pick things that are ooze-like, or maybe have ooze in the picture on the card. <laughs> yeah, that's why things like Elvis Aberration is in there. If you've ever seen a picture of Elvis Aberration, it's just a it's a big blob with ears crawling through the forest.
1: He's got some like green y stuff on him.
0: And before I built this deck, and this is true, I watched The Blob, the the old movie The Blob, Yeah, just to kind of get a, like, okay, what does Ooze do? And what Ooze does is this kind of unrelenting, undying, never-stopping, always-dividing entity that just kind of moves forward slowly and eats you. And that's why we It have kind things. of just
1: absorbs you.
0: Yeah, and that's why we have things like bloodgast because it never goes away. Chasm Skulker gets huge, 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 and you kill it. It blows up into a bunch of little things. And octopuses are slimy or oozy.
1: And, and a good way to think about it is actually like mitotic slime. Okay, so fantasy style reference. I love this card because it's so flavorful. It's a 4-4. Four, four. I'm a big knight with my sword. I chop it in half. Now I have two... One ones. Yeah. Or sorry, two 2-2s. Two then I chop each of those in half, then I've got four one ones. They Good. just keep getting smaller and smaller until eventually there's nothing left of them.
0: Exactly. And Spawn Writhe isn't an ele- isn't is an elemental, not a slime, but again it divides, it creates more of itself. And it looks like an ooze on the card. So there's also that. And then Morphling and Spike elder are there to abuse Necrotic Ooze. I didn't want to put in an actual infinite kill combo. I just wanted to put in something that has some, some chops. Like you can use Morphling to pump the Necroticus up, and then just dome somebody for like eight.
1: Yeah, you could have put in
0: Devoted Druid Quill Spike, and just won the game again with Spike Shot Elder. You know what I mean? You can cut a couple of junk creatures, put them in, and exactly. But
1: one basic in the deck, or no basics in the deck. Devoted Druid your whole deck into your, uh, into your graveyard,
0: and then start one punching people. Yeah, or one punch everybody. It's yeah, It's no fun. That's why I didn't do that. But a lot of the creatures that aren't slimes are there because they are they just never die. They never go away. You kill them and they come back. You kill them and they come back. You kill them and they come back. Phytotitan is a good example as well. 7-2. Once you've played it, it just kind of keeps coming back. Yeah, thing. and
1: it's going to die because it has only two power. Yeah, but I mean, it's going to kill whatever it is. It might as well have Death Touch because it has seven power. <laughs> okay, moving on. Two instance. There's four of them. We'll start off with Beast Within. Beast within. Three mana. Kill a dude. Give them a dude. Mystic slime Mystic Genesis. Mystic Genesis. Blue Blue Green Two. Counter target spell. Create an XX Ooze where X is converted mana cost the counter spell. Pongify. Kill their dude, give them a three three monkey. Void slime. Counter target spell, activated or triggered ability. And it's a slime.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Also, uh, just a note, I think Pongify should be rapid hybridization. Uh, It's the same card, but it's a little bit more flavorful because it gives them a frog mutant instead of a gorilla. And the picture is a little bit more like it's a dude crawling out of his skin. So it's just a little bit more flavorful. A little bit oozy. Yeah, still gives you a, a cool removal spell, but a little bit more flavorful there. Sorceries, seven. Let's get into these ones. we got Creeping
1: Corrosion. Destroy All Artifacts. Gelatinous Genesis. <laughs> Gelatinous Genesis. Listen to this. Green XX put XXX green ooze creature tokens onto the battlefield. What? What the hell? Kids, do not google that card. <laughs> <laughs> you will get things that aren't magic. Killing wave. Killing wave, here's your one of your wrath effects. Black X for each creature its controller sacrifices it. Unless he or she pays X life. Yeah. Ah. Miming slime. Miming slime. Green 2. Put an XX ooze creature token onto the battlefield where X is the power among... Oh, the greatest power among creatures you control. Slime molding. Green X. Create an XX green ooze creature token. Spitting image. Hmm. Simic hybrid. Simic hybrid 4. Create a token that's copy of target creature, and it has retrace. You can discard a land card and pay the mana cost of this spell when it's in your graveyard to cast it from your graveyard. Pretty cool.
0: And wave of vitriol.
1: I assume just because it has a slime kind of art. Correct. Sorcery for green green five. Destroy all artifacts, enchantments, and non-basic lands. For each non-basic land destroyed, its controller can go and search for a basic and put into play tapped.
0: Yes. Also, it's Sacrifice, so it gets around Indestructible.
1: Ooh. So that's very good. Yeah, that is a good one. I like it. Enchantments. Six enchantments in the deck? Yes, sir. We got Growing Rites of Itlimok, Legendary enchantment. People forget that it's legendary. How can you forget that it's legendary? It doesn't really matter that it's legendary. Like, I don't know.
0: I think it kind of does, because if you have two of them, then you only have one of them, and then you've
1: wasted a card. Also, you're cheating at EDH. Ye, <laughs> that. <laughs> it's a double-faced card. Green, two. When it enters the battlefield, reveal the top four cards of your library, and if you get a creature, you can put it into your hand.
0: Yeah, and then at the beginning of your end step, if you control four or more creatures, you flip it over into a guy's Cradle.
1: Yep, taps to give you a green for each creature you control.
0: Yes, or just a green if you control no creatures. Yes. That's, that's important.
1: Super good with that Argothian whatever that untaps lands. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Inexorable Tide. That's the same word. Inexorable. Inexorable? It's a good word. Yeah. Whenever you cast a spell, proliferate. So what that means is when you cast a spell, you choose any number of target creatures and or players with a counter on it, and then they get another counter of the same type.
0: Quick aside. Inexorable meaning it's something that you can't stop or avoid. Hmm. Like it's something that's going to happen... It's gonna happen. It's like the split second of words.
1: Whoa! Ooh, there we go. Too bad they don't make an inexorable card that has split second.
0: Get on it, wizards. Yeah. Up next in the enchantment category, we have Ooze Flux.
1: Four mana enchantment, green one, remove one or more plus one plus ones from a creature you control. Put an XX ooze onto the battlefield. Power and toughness equal to the number of plus one, plus one counters removed this way. What a stupid card. (laughs) What the hell? It's
0: not that bad. (laughs) Initially, when I built the deck, I had a vigor in it. Vigor is a, a creature that prevents all damage done to other creatures you control. And instead, they get that many plus one, plus ones. So you could, like, block a 5-5, your dude would get five counters, and then you could use the ooze flux to take the counters off to just keep your army of oozes building.
1: Yeah, two mana 5-5 five, five in that case.
0: Next up, we have Ooze Garden.
1: Ooze Garden. Green one. Sacrifice a non-ooze creature. Put an XX green ooze creature token onto the battlefield where X is the sacrificed creature's power. Bloodgast. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Bloodgast Or Phytotitan. Or Phytotitan. It's a 7-2 and... XX Green Ooze would be 7 7, not 7 2. Yeah. And okay. you get the Fighter And Titan then you get back. the Fighter Titan back. Okay.
0: Parallel lives. Parallel
1: lives. If an effect would put one or more tokens onto the battlefield under your control, it creates twice that many tokens instead. Steal enchantment. Gain control of enchanted enchantment. I just like, I put that in there just because the I wanted hell? to hear
0: you read that. <laughs> I just wanted you to read that card. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, you got your wish, I I, guess. I did
0: it. I won. Also, that does come in handy quite often because I'm not playing things like Mirari's Wake, obviously, because it's out of my colors. I'm not playing any like mana doublers, no mana reflection, none of that stuff. But lots of people in our play group do, so I could steal it for two instead
1: of like for five. So so they can
0: pay F and six or seven or whatever it is, and then I'll just take it.
1: Okay, I'll mind that.
0: There's some, there's some fairly significant things you can just get with Steel Enchantment. I think that that's an underrated and underplayed card.
1: I think so. Moving on to artifacts. 15 of them, and I see some definite tribal includes here.
0: Yes, I was trying to be very thematic. Also kind of feeds in, what I did was I built like a general tribal package. Uh-huh. So if anybody out there is trying to build, like I did, a tribal deck with a tribe that isn't very well supported like oozes or dinosaurs when only the one set was dinosaurs Mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of cards in here that you can just go out get them and they go in literally every tribal deck you'll ever build if you want to, you know, you lose some spice for it but you can play the deck and it makes the deck a lot better than it would be without them
1: Okay, let's take a look. Acroma's Memorial. All your creatures are Acroma Angel of Wrath
0: Just look her up and you'll laugh. Crucible of Worlds
1: Why is this in here? That's that's what I had to ask you. Crucible of Worlds, Artifact for three, you can play land cards from your graveyard.
0: I had an extra one, uh-huh. number one. And if you Hermit Druid a bunch of your non-basics away or Wave of Vitriol them away, you can get them back. I guess Wave of Vitriol wouldn't... Well, no, you can still play this after the Wave of Vitriol and just get them back. It's yep. just a way of kind of keeping your land After around. you
1: Hermit Druid or Wave of Vitriol, you never miss a land drop, pretty much.
0: Correct. The land, the land base is... Not shaky, but you do need lots of lands in the deck to make lots it Lots of
1: Xs, right?
0: Yeah, lots of Xs. So it's important if somebody blows up your land, you get Ruination, you get something terrible happen to you. This just helps you rebuild.
1: Very good. Dimir Signet. That is the blue-black Signet. Golgari Signet. Black-green Signet. Gruul Signet. Red-green Signet. And for, for the newer players, the Signets are a series of two-mana artifacts where you tap one and it, and it gives you two mana of the colors that i just said and there's one for each color pairing so there's 10 of them next up herald's horn Harold, our good friend Harold, three mana artifact when it enters the battlefield choose creature type creatures of the chosen type cost one less to cast at the beginning of your upkeep you can reveal the top card of your library if it is the revealed creature type you put it into your hand yep oh excellent yeah <laughs> that's pretty good that's pretty new card too. next up we have mimic Vat. Three mana artifact, when a creature dies, you can imprint it on Mimic Vat, and you can pay three mana, tap it, you get a copy of the imprinted creature.
0: It's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: and then it dies at the end of turn, or you exile at the end of yeah. turn.
0: It's very inexorable. Ooh! Also, if you get something giant with it, like let's just let's just say a Blightsteel Colossus that you caught on the way to the graveyard because you made them wave a vitriol it away. Not only does it not get shuffled back into their library, you can make one kill somebody, and then sack it to Ooze Flux to get a 12-12 Ooze.
1: Ooh! There
0: you go. I like it. Mirror of the forebears. Mm,
1: also a new one from Commander 17. Two-mana artifact. As it enters the battlefield, choose a creature type, pay one, until end of turn, Mirror of the forebears becomes a copy of target creature of the chosen creature type in addition to being an artifact still.
0: It's, the, it's a Ooze. It's a Ooze. I just needed more Oozes. There's one. Pillar of Origins.
1: Pillar of Origins. Ixalan Tribal Flavor. Enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Add one ma- Tap, add one mana of any color to play chosen creature type card. It's a rock. Yeah. Rakdos. Oh, another signet. We missed one. <laughs> Pay one, tap it, get black red to your mana pool. Sculpting steel. This would be another ooze. No, because you can only copy artifacts with it, right? Yes. Three mana, enters the battlefield, copy target artifact. So, you could copy one of your tribal artifacts or what have you. Simic Signet. Another Signet. Geez, why didn't we do them all at the same time? Because is...
0: alphabetically, they don't come one after the other.
1: I guess so. This is the green-blue signet. Sol Ring. Everybody knows Sol Ring. Tap to add two: Urza's Incubator. Urza's Incubator. Choose a creature type when enters battlefield for 3 mana. Creatures of the Chosen Type cost 2 less to cast.
0: And lastly, but not leastly, we have a Vanquisher's Banner.
1: Vanquisher's Banner. Enters battlefield, choose creature type. Creatures of the Chosen Type get plus 1, plus 1. Whenever you cast a creature spell of the Chosen Type, draw a card. I like this one lots.
0: It's a very good card. Yeah, and
1: that costs 5 mana. And just as an aside for anybody who doesn't know, we've got lots of X casting cost creatures when you play an X casting cost creature with the artifact's that reduce casting cost, you do add that reduced cost to the X.
0: So Urza's Incubator when it reduces the cost by 2. X is immediately 2.
1: Yes, X is immediately 2 more than how much mana you were going to pay into it.
0: Yes. Yeah. So you could pay nothing for X and still get a 2-2.
1: Exactly. And for the instance and sorceries that you pay X and put an XX into play... Those aren't creature spells, so you don't get the benefit from Urza's Incubator or Harold's Horn.
0: Correct. They just make your great big oozes cost less. Yes. Yes. Also, I was making a point uh, that I made already about the limited support tribal, so we could probably dick around with the artifacts a little bit, as I'm sure we will later in the show. Very much so. To uh, spice it up a little bit more.
1: Now let's look at some of the stats of the deck. We have got card draw. 3.5 card draw spell. So how do you get a 0. 0.5 card draw spell? Well, I counted Harold's Horn as a 0. 0.5 card draw spell because you don't actually draw a card every time you reveal the top card of your library. Right. You just don't, right? Same, I guess, with Growing Rights of Itlamok, you could whiff on that and not hit any creatures. The odds are in this deck you won't,
0: but it is possible. It
1: is possible, right? So take it with a grain of salt. I mean, it's going to give you some value there when you're revealing an ooze off the top of your deck, but you might not get that. Yes. Okay. Targeted removal, seven. Counting, Consumptive Goo. That's probably my favorite one in the deck. Remember, that is a 1-1 for Black Black. You could pay Black Black 2 to give target creature minus one, minus one, and put a plus one, plus one counter on Consumptive Goo.
0: It's a really good card.
1: Especially when you got lots of mana.
0: Which the deck should.
1: It should. I like also Scavenging Ooze because he can gain Consumptive Goo's ability if it's in your graveyard spike shot elder same thing i also like necrotic ooze because he can gain consumptive goo's ability when it's in your graveyard he can gain scavenging ooze's ability he can gain spike shot elder's ability he can gain morphlings abilities when he's in your graveyard and all of those things can help you plow through for extra damage or just get guys out of the way or i guess eliminate your opponent's attackers if they're coming in at you
0: yeah he's he's at first, it kind of looks a little bit loose. Like, why are you even bothering to play Necrotic Ooze without the combo? There's enough dudes in here where you can get a lot of value out of a Necrotic Ooze, uh, which I think is kind of the fun where you, say, take all the cards and mash them together into a ooze-shaped ball and throw it against the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> How many slime references can we make? I'll bet you there's lots.
1: I'll bet you there's lots. Mass removal, three. We've got a killing wave. Pay X for each creature that you want to keep. Sorry, pay X life for each creature you want to keep. And that's going to be lots of life because you've got lots of mana in this deck. Yes. Creeping Corrosion destroys all artifacts. That is relevant because you're going to get artifact creatures. Yep.
0: And your general can get some of your artifacts back.
1: Very much so. And also Wave of Vitriol, which is a sacrifice, a mass sacrifice spell like we talked about before.
0: Also has ooze on it. Creeping Corrosion in here because oozes creep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ramp spells. little bit lacking, I think. I, I found like one dedicated ramp spell in Growing Rights of Itlamok uh, with a question mark. You've got enough creatures that you're going to trigger it most of the time, and then it gives you lots of mana. So I think that counts as a ramp spell.
0: You can also go turn two, uh, Saprling Generating General, and turn three, you could turn that thing on, Growing right of Itlamok. I
1: guess so, yeah, if you go like turn one, Soul Ring or something.
0: Yeah, turn one, could... Soul Ring Signet, her turn two, you could swing, and now you have three guys. And so your turn three, growing rights of it Lamoch isn't so bad.
1: How do you swing on turn two when you just cast three? One? You swing on turn three. Oh, good. swing on turn three. Yeah, you cast on turn two, swing on turn three.
0: Yep. Not obviously was something you want to bank on, but it is a thing yeah. that could be done.
1: I got that. Mana rocks and dorks. Twelve. Now I've included the cost reducing cards because they do actually give you a greater benefit than not having them. And then we talked about the Signets. We talked about the the few guys that tap for how many plus one, plus one counters are on them. We talked about the, the Elvish Aberration that taps for three green. There is lots there. Twelve Rocks and Dorks. That's lots. Yeah. And lots of them give you multiple manas. Okay, let's talk about some of the actual one-off categories that are specific to this deck. There's 13 cards that deal with plus one, plus one counters. And they're kind of all ooze-themed. If they're not ooze-themed, they have to do with evolve, which some of the oozes have evolved, so they're kind of still ooze-themed.
0: You're going to appreciate this, because the evolve theme in Magic comes from the vat of ooze that Experiment Kraj was born from after Momir Vig created him on Ravnica. So it's a storyline thing. There we go. And uh, in original Ravnica, the Simix thing was, what was it, Graft? Graft. Which was plus one, plus one counters that moved all around and did all sorts of things.
1: We're going to talk about Graft in a little while. Yes, we are. I, I, I keyed on that from when I did the show notes. Before we do, though, a couple questions. Actual commander selection. We talked about playing Yidris, not wanting to do that, and we've already done a Yidris deck. Non-white, that's what we're playing. Why not Rayhan, Last of the Abzan? Abzan, sorry. And or maybe like Krom, Ludvig's Opus?
0: I looked at that one was my kind of second choice, because I felt like it was kind of the, like, again, like you say, she deals with plus one, plus one counters, and he makes you draw cards, which is really good. I picked this one because Tanya kind of has that inexorable feel to her where she starts hitting you and you build a little army. Mm-hmm. lets you kind of rebuild after a wrath, which the deck kind of is like, oh, I got wrath, now it's going to take me a while to rebuild myself. And the Silas Wren lets you get your artifacts just back from your graveyard, and I think that that's important as well, because you need that mana and uh, Akroma's Memorial is sort of a win condition, and it dies all the time.
1: Chroma's Memorial, you mean?
0: Yeah, Akroma's Memorial dies all the time.
1: I get You know, we didn't actually give that a read, so let's just give it a read, because it's if it's one of the win conditions, it's probably important that everybody knows exactly what it does.
0: Chroma's Memorial is an art, a legendary artifact for seven, and what it says is, and I quote, Creatures you control have flying for a strike, vigilance, trample, haste, protection from red, protection from black. Seems good. It seems like it would get you there.
1: So if you need your commander to help you bring that back, then I guess you play Silas Ren. Yeah.
0: It's one of those tricky things where you're kind of playing some jankier stuff, and it's spicy and it's fun and it's swingy and all that kind of really good stuff, but it, there's sometimes where you just, you got to win the game, and this is the pairing that I thought would give me the most chances to win the game. Not the best chances, but the most chances, which again, inexorable.
1: Ooh. Okay, let's get into a little bit of how the deck feels to play. So turn one, you've got six feasible one-drops. 36% chance to get one in your opener. That's like one in every three games. I think that's fine. That's pretty good. That tells me the deck isn't really trying to play the fast game.
0: No, it's playing the long, drawn-out game.
1: The long grindy game that lets you get your lands, get your artifacts back from your graveyard. Hermit, I guess, Hermit Druid, not combo, but Hermit Druid stuff back into play. Yeah. Okay, I get that. And Hermit Druid's turn two play, and you've got 15 two drops, and every single one is fair game. Every single two drop you could feasibly play on turn two. There's no, like, two mana removal that you might hold up or counterspell. It's turn two, go.
0: Yeah, play it. Play it turn two every time, and it's probably going to give you more play on turn three. It'll turn your turn three into your turn. Yeah, four lots most lots of, of abilities time. in this deck, right? Yep.
1: Every artifact does something for you, or every creature has an ability type thing. Okay, turn three, four, ooze tribal theme, or generic good stuff. You've got mimic vat, growing rights, fathom mage, chasm stalk, skulker. You've got. All your play is on turn three, pretty much. Or turn four, I'm looking at the curve of the deck. Two and three are the big ones. I think mostly like all EDH decks, for the most part. Okay, then it looks like turn four or five, you're going straight beat down, right? I'm thinking of Dominus of Fealty lets you steal their guys. G- get rid of blockers is what you're doing. And get them out the way. Gives them haste. You can attack with them. You've got a Vanquishers banner in there that gives all of your oozes a uh, a buff. Plus one, plus one buff and then you just swing for the fences. Yes. The no.
0: goal here is to swing things for the fences. Dom- a nice interaction with Dominus of Fealty, and I'm finding with Ooze Garden, which it turns out is really kind of a neat and very versatile card. That's the one uh, two sack a non-ooze, get an ooze. With Dominus of Fealty, you take their biggest blocker, hit him with it, and then sack it, and you got an ooze.
1: Ooh, an old Brian stout-arm trick. Exactly. You, th- you threaten effect affect their guy, and then you fling it at them. Except, in this case, you fling it back into their graveyard and get an ooze.
0: Yes. And the ooze is probably bigger than the thing that you threw away. And since their biggest thing is what you took, now they can't get you on the
1: crack back. Very excellent. I like this. This is kind of like a CCO grassroots deck, hey? Yeah. It's just a bunch of garbage all piled together. But again, like, you look at it, it's like, this deck is such
0: junk. But if you actually look for it, there's all kinds of little interactions and everything sort of works together to sort of make this cohesive, shall we say, jello-like... Gelatinous no. mass.
1: <laughs> Ooh.
0: Okay. Budget section. Budget section.
1: One of your less expensive decks.
0: Yeah. Hey, I, I, tried, to, I tried to keep it on budget. I figured if we're going to play garbage, we should at least play not the most expensive budget. Budget? Garbage. Yes. Not the most expensive garbage.
1: So, still expensive, and I think it's due in part to some of the lands you're playing that actually see a lot of play in modern, which probably aren't super super important for the deck. So the deck runs 433 bucks, which is like lots if you're going to go out and buy it. That's about what you want to pay
0: for a solid commander deck. I maybe, think not, so. maybe not maybe not what you want to pay, but that's probably what you're going to end up paying for a like a fairly tuned one and this one is not. It's it could be. There's lots of stuff you can do with it and we're going to get into that later, but uh it's quite a bit mostly because of the land base.
1: Okay, so let's look at that land base i'm seeing cascade bluffs which is the white sorry is the red blue uh, filter land from morning tide tw- 21 dollars
0: 481 canadian
1: cavern of souls choose a creature type creatures of the chosen type can't be countered right when you spend mana from cavern of souls to cast it correct 60 dollars
0: 60 dollars
1: creeping tar pit 20 dollars Flooded Grove, which is the green-blue filter land from Morningtide, $19. If you've kept track thus far, we're at $120. Artifact lands, of which I think you play three or four. That's another $5 right there that you probably don't need. So that's a $125 cut right there. Automatically, you're looking at just over $300 for the deck. And the deck has like 40 or 50 $0 cards in it.
0: The, uh, what do you call it? The artifact lands are actually there for that death tu- that super duper death touching ooze.
1: How does it work again?
0: He has plus one, plus o for each artifact you control. And then whenever he deals damage to a creature, he kills it. It can't be regenerated.
1: Okay, I don't mind that.
0: Yeah, that's what he's there if, for. That's what they're there for. Yeah,
1: if they have a distinct purpose. Yeah,
0: are they super key? Obviously not. They're mostly in there for one card, and your creeping corrosion kills them. So, I mean. Ooh, yeah, they're...
1: terrible. But you are playing. Oh, Crucible of Worlds, like Creeping Corrosion also kills. Them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think your general can get the back. Y- your general can get. Can they get the land back? Crucible back. Read them again once you do.
0: Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, choose target artifact card from your graveyard. You may cast that card. So I guess you can't get the land back. Can't get the land back. Unfortunate. If
1: there's but... a reason for it to be in there, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. If lo- you
0: want to cut it, five bucks. Yeah, they're a loose include. They're an easy cut for basics.
1: For sure, and you could go out and uh, buy your wife a nice glass of wine at a restaurant if you want to spend the $5 elsewhere.
0: Yes, that's like a medium glass
1: of wine. Yeah, probably. Buy yourself a beer instead. Yes. I very much liked tribal support cards in this deck. You're playing Pillar of Origins, Adaptive Automaton, Metallic Mimic, Harold's Horn, Mirror of the Forebears, Urza's Incubator, Vanquisher's Banner, Achroma's Memorial generic good stuff, very much like it. What about, and I'll, I'll list them off and then you can tell me about them all. Coat of Arms, Door of Destiny, Obelisk of Erd, Riptide Replicator, Volra- Volrath's Laboratory. Okay, let's run down that list
0: again. So, um, Coat of Arms I didn't play because Ooze is a small tribe. It's a small tribe and a big mana tribe. So a smaller version like a zombie or a goblin or an elf would get way more benefit out of it than I would. Yes. So I, I left that one out because I think I have enough kind of lord effects the plus one plus ones. Door of Destiny, same thing. I'm not playing enough oozes to really support it. And a lot of the ways I get oozes are not ooze cards. So they wouldn't get enough counter. They're not counter.
1: ooze creature cards. Correct. Okay, yeah, I get that. They're ooze abilities or ooze spells. Yes.
0: Obelisk of Ur is a six mana artifact with Convoke, so you can tap creatures to make it cost less. Comes to play, choose a creature type, creature of the chosen type, get plus two, plus two. Could easily be put in here instead of something else. Don't mind it. Don't mind that one at all. That's a good include. Riptide Replicator and Volrath's Labor- Laboratory are basically the same card. Riptide Replicator is four X. Choose a creature type, and then it's tap four and it, and you get an XX creature of the chosen type. Volrath's Lab is a artifact for five. Does the same thing. Get a one, one of the chosen type. I didn't play them because it's it's another big mana, easy to destroy thing, and especially Riptide, Labor- or Riptide Replicator, I've played that a few times, and it's such a feel-bad when it gets destroyed. I had like an 8-counter Riptide Replicator, and somebody just smashes it, and you're like, oh. Yep. I got no value out of that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for time-walking me, Joel. Yeah. If you, Joel.
1: Okay, I like... How about the Mimeoplasm in this deck? He's an ooze. Where's he at?
0: I didn't put him in there because everybody expected him to be there, but he could very easily.
1: You know what, too, is, is he just from your graveyard? If you remove things from your graveyard, lots of your guys are like one ones or two twos that, or zero zeros, that don't actually give him any bonus.
0: Now, Mimeoplasma is from any graveyard, so it's it's a it's a decent hate card. It's a solid thing. It's an ooze. It's everything that this deck wants to do. Just, I just figured it was too. Everybody see him coming. So f that guy, don't need him. Yeah, f I'll that play guy. Yule Ooze instead. I really wanted to play Yule Ooze, but I I didn't mostly because tappedout.net wouldn't let me add him to the deck. Oh no way! He wouldn't let me add Yule Ooze. They kept saying. So for those of those people that don't know, there's like a holiday reward card that comes out every year around Christmas time. Uh, I think it was two years ago was Yule Ooze.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, a couple of years ago.
0: And he is a whatever whatever for green red too. I think it's got like trample and death touch, and it does a bunch of stuff. And if he gets destroyed, if you eat some food, you regenerate him.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, it's super cool. And I really wanted to play him, but doesn't won't let me add him on the thing. Same deal as with Grimlock episode from a while back. They wouldn't let me put Grimlock in the list.
1: Apparently there is a way. We had a guy on Twitter tell us the way how to do it, but I don't remember what it
0: was. Yeah, and I'm lazy and haven't done it. So if you're still listening, or if anybody out there listening knows how to add unglued cards to uh, tapped out lists, let me know, and I'll go back and I'll, I'll fix that up.
1: Very good. I think Rayhan, Last of the Abzan, does have to be in this deck. It was an all-star, an Evan, F.U. Evan deck. From episode 44 a couple weeks ago. Plus one, plus one, counters theme. It's just a good card.
0: It is a very good card. He could probably go in. Do you think he'd be part of the 98?
1: I think so, yeah, because he's, she, it, is green, black, and you'd have to switch your other commander as well.
0: Yeah, and the the blue, red ones aren't very good in this deck.
1: We've been over that already earlier in the show. Yeah. Maybe you cut Morphling? I don't know. Do you cut Morphling?
0: I like Morphling.
1: Let's give him a let's, read, because we didn't actually read. We didn't morphling. actually
0: read it. Now Morphling, for those of you who haven't been playing as long as Ryan and I classic all star. Yeah. You're gonna look at Morphling. Ten bucks, what the hell? Morphling used to outfight entire decks all by itself.
1: It with, was the winner in mono blue control.
0: Yeah. It it just won the game. It was the Jace the Mind Sculptor of its era. And looking at it now, it doesn't look like it should be, but it, it, He's a really good card. Let's give him a too. He's a 3 3 four, 3 blue blue and he's got a litany of abilities. Here we go. Blue, untap Morphling. Or blue, Morphling gains flying until end of time. Or blue, Morphling cannot be the target of spells or abilities until end of turn. Or one, Morphling gets plus one, minus one until end of turn. Or one, Morphling gets minus one, plus one until end of turn.
1: He attacks, he blocks, he flies, he shrouds, he does everything.
0: He beats wholesale ass.
1: He... Beats wholesale ass, and he gets big. Couple plus one, plus one counters on him, so you can activate that plus one, minus one ability a couple more times. You make him a five five. You can actually give him plus four, minus four, and he's like huge.
0: He turns into he's a in nine gi- one. He turns into a giant, giant beater that flies and shrouds and
1: it- untaps and blocks. Yeah. He, go, he goes back into his native form at the end of turn, and then you can buff his buff his butt. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So with a growing right of Itlamok and a bunch of tokens, you can turn a, a Morphling for one land into an incredibly savage beating.
1: Yeah, Morphling is good.
0: Actually, savage beating in this deck. That's inexorable, too.
1: I wish that there was a card called Wholesale Beating or something. <laughs> like...
0: Yeah, there's Ass whooping.
1: There is Ass whooping. But, uh... That's an unhinged yeah, card. An you know what's card funny card. is my next my next line on the notes: Crucible of Worlds, sixty six bucks. Little arrow over. I would be okay with Yule Ooze. <laughs> you just <laughs> talk about that. Thirty
0: seven bucks for that card, for Yule Ooze. Yeah, yeah. What holiday promo cards there? You know Tricky what's funny?
1: It's not very often that I say thirty seven dollar card in the budget section. Yeah, and it's half as much as the card that we're cutting, which is. Almost 70. Yeah. The
0: the Crucible is something you could definitely cut. I Again, I only put it in there for shenanigans with uh, Hermit Druid or if you have to blow up your own artifact lands or whatever. You know what I mean? It helps you rebuild. It helps you not miss those land drops. It is important. Yeah. And it makes the deck much more powerful. But if you don't have one, you could cut it for something else.
1: Yeah, for sure. And you'll lose... If
0: any of your friends ever say, that's an unglued card, if you play a Yule Ooze, you just slap the hell out of them. Because yeah, put the they're... Yule
1: Ooze in your hand, and then slap them with your hand with the Yule Ooze in it.
0: Yeah, make sure it's in a sleeve, though, because you don't want to wreck that thing up. They're hard to find.
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: Aaron at our LGS has one, and I've been debating buying it for years.
1: But... I would just pull the trigger. You think I should just pull the trigger on that one? Yep. Yeah. I, I pulled the trigger on some uncards. We always talk about super secret tech, Ashnod's coupon, sacrifice a target creature, get you target drink, and Cheaty Face.
0: All Cheaty Face. An all star
1: so in our play group. And um, Brando's favorite trick with, trick with Cheaty Face.
0: Brando's favorite trick with Cheaty Face. Hold
1: on. Cheaty Face is a blue, blue two, right? Or blue, blue three?
0: I think it's blue, blue, blue. blue doesn't matter.
1: Blue, blue, whatever it is, it's a creature that. If you can sneak it into play without your opponent noticing, you can cast it for It's like casting it for
0: free. Yeah, it just stays there. They can't get rid of it. So yep. my favorite thing to do is you get Mindslaver, and you Mindslaver your opponent. So it's online. Just dump a bunch of cheaty faces into play and say, you don't
1: notice. <laughs> it's so good. It's awesome. Graph Graph cards. Plax Caster Frogling is 40 cents. Novigen Sages, 23 cents. And my personal favorite, Lanawar Reborn is the land, 29 cents. Very good. I think you could play them.
0: We could play. Does Plaxcaster Frogling do another thing? Because most of the graft cards did something. Novigen Sages lets you tap to remove a counter and draw a card. Correct.
1: I think it's removed two counters to draw a card.
0: Correct as well. Plaxcaster Frogling is a zero zero. 0. For one green, blue. Graft three, so it comes into play with three plus one, plus one counters on it. Tap two, target creature with a plus one, plus one counter on it. Gains shroud until end of turn. I don't mind it. It's some protection. That's not bad.
1: Yeah, and I think f- a frog kind of would hang out with a bunch of oozes.
0: Frogs are slimy. I think they would and go to the bar together. Like sh- this one looks like it's shooting a laser. It's doing a kame ha for all the Dragon Ball Z fans it out there. It actually
1: does look like that. Yep. Same color and everything. Legit. Kamehame Frogling. <laughs> Kamehame Frog! <laughs> <laughs> and Llanowar Reborn is graft one, comes into play tapped. Yep. And when a creature enters the battlefield, you can move the plus one, plus one counter to that creature. Yeah, so it
0: just kind of makes a creature bigger just by having the don't land. Don't mind in that. Play, Not too bad. You, could,
1: you could cut it, or you could play it instead of like a basic forest. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fine. We're talking about the deck, 433 bucks. Everything that we suggested, going back up to the lands, if you let's say played the Tri Lands, the Slow Fetches, and a couple of the other including Yule Ooze instead of Crucible Worlds, you could save just over two hundred dollars for the deck. And then the deck would cost around 230 bucks, And that's something
0: that I would, like if I'm going out to buy an entirely new deck, and you have most of this, if you've been playing for a few years, lots of this stuff's in your trade binder. Lots of this stuff you can go up with one decent standard card and trade for almost all of it. because sure. It's junk. Like if you went to an event, say GP Vegas, you get to meet us, and you could probably trade in one piece of standard general okay card, and the people at the vendors will shower you with, it, with this stuff.
1: Bring your foil ooze cards to Vegas for Brando. Yes.
0: I'll trade you for them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You actually just traded a guy online. Yes, I did. We we worked out a little deal over the Facebook group. You finally got rid of your Japanese... Micayus. Yeah. I'm
0: finally going to get an English Micayus. I'm so excited. I'm going to play Mike and Trike all day. I'm such a piece of crap. Dude on Facebook sent us a message. His name is Aaron Wilson. So so big ups to you. Uh, F you also. That's how it goes.
1: He's learning Japanese, so he wants Japanese cards. I can appreciate that, actually.
0: Yep. Secretly, I've always wanted to go to Japan. One thing that's in Japan, lots of slimy food.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: because lots of it comes out of the ocean, fish, octopus, and squid. Yes, lots, lots, lots long... of
1: chav- chasm st- uh, skulkers I can't even say the name chasm of it, because skullker. I'm thinking about eating that live squid they sprinkle salt on and it moves. Ah, oh, yeah. Ooh, that's weird.
0: Anyways. I think it might be time for Card, Card of the week. week. What's our Card of the Week this week, Ryan?
1: I think Gelatinous Genesis. It's a dollar and eighty cents American. It's like forty
0: two eighty nine Canadian.
1: Yeah, and if you like triple X, this is <laughs> your card. Yeah.
0: If you like cards that stay X on them, is the read it again real quick for him, Ryan.
1: Gelatinous Genesis, sorcery for green X X. Put X X X green ooze creature tokens onto the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that mean? Okay, let's say let's say I have green and ten mana. If you have green
0: and 10 mana, you would then go green. And then your 10 would be... Well, you have to pay X twice. So you go 5-5. Five, five. Yep. So you get 5-5-5s. Five, five, for 11. For 11.
1: So I'm getting 25 power of dude for 11 uh, mana. 11
0: mana, yeah. So each time you put two more in, your benefit goes up. No, I do not want say exponentially, but if you get 7-7-7s seven, seven, or 10 10s It goes tens, up
1: gelatinously.
0: <laughs> it goes inexorably up
1: oh we're oh. so terrible oh, I okay love you that can turn joke. off the podcast now <laughs> okay <laughs> For those of
0: you who are still here we'll uh we'll keep moving on with strengths the show. and
1: weaknesses we're gonna bang through them yes strengths fun spirit of the format type deck spirit of cco podcast type deck
0: yeah, you're gonna have lots of fun playing this leaving it up and just kind of going through it 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 feels a little bad sometimes because you can get some pretty crappy draws, but when you get those good playable ones, the deck is lots of and, fun.
1: And it's tribal, I should say. That's another yeah, the spirit like of the stuff. format type thing. Um, could be tuned to be a sweet aggro deck. You talked about having like a turn two general in play, swing, you've got creatures. Yeah, okay, I could see. You could tune it. Multiple options for different partner commanders we discussed. Um, the merits of the ones that you picked, you'd have to tune and change the deck a little bit if you wanted different ones. But you could do that. Weaknesses, slow by today's standards. Yes. And only slow because it doesn't win. Like, it's not trying to win as soon as it starts to lay down its first one drop, right? So right. feels a little bit underpowered as a result. And maybe CCO Nation could send some sweet ooze themed cards yeah. in
0: maybe, or cards with ooze on them yeah i would accept those as well
1: exactly that's what i was gonna say you've i mean it's easy enough to go online and search for ooze creature type and find them all or ooze in the name but maybe there's ooze in the picture of a card that you know of that'll go good in this deck like wave of
0: vitriol exactly yeah. good
1: example could be expensive to tune the mana base because you are playing four colors and you might run into needing, you know, a not a dual land but a two color land that costs lots of money, right?
0: With the new modern, or the new modern, the masters set this kind of masters 25. Yeah, Get yeah. those filter lands. I'm telling you, if they drop to 5 bucks, pick them up cuz they're super good in EDH, especially in a deck like this where you're going from needing green 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 to red 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 to blue 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 blue, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just the I can't stress enough how how powerful that they feel, and how good they feel to play.
1: Okay, Milk List and Spicy Calculator, and you're going to see big numbers in both.
0: Oh, baby. Well,
1: a little number in the Milk List and a big number in the Spice Calculator. So, let's get into it. The Milk List is a list, as per edhrec.com, the most popular cards at each converted mana cost from 0 to 16 in our color combinations case.
0: Which is Glint eye.
1: Yes, that's Well, that was the the first Nephilim, that's what they call I it. I think that it's okay
0: to go back to that. Nephilim Sans is a fun word white? to say. Yeah. Non-white? And yeah, not white.
1: Okay, so these are the most popular cards per converted mana cost in the non-white color pairing. At the zero drop slot, Mana Crypt, are you playing it? No, sir. Soul Ring. Yes. Simic Signet. Yes. Chromatic Lantern at three. Nope. Whispering Madness at four. Nope. Reforges the Soul at five. Nope. Ethereum Horned Sculptor. Sorcerer <laughs> at six. Nope. Dragon Mage at 7. Nope. Treasure Cruise at 8. Nope. Ingeric's Wake at 9. Nope. Kozalik Butcher of Truth at 10. Nope. Trem- Temporal Trespass at 11. Nope. Itta Betrays at 12. Nope. Emmercool The Promised End at 13. Nope. Dinkmouth Infusion at 14. That is like every every 14 drop on this list, even in like non-blue. <laughs>
0: and we're still not playing it.
1: Draco at 16. No, sir. Draco sees play in Mimeoplasm decks, I think.
0: Yep, yeah, definitely does.
1: Two Milk List matches. Yeah. That's pretty good. And one of them,
0: Sol Ring, which I don't know if you really count those.
1: Although last week we didn't have a Sol Ring. And and the other one was a Signet. Yeah. So, so good on you. It's your rampy rampity ramp ramp. Okay. Spice calculator. People, 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 people. Popularity with Silas Wren and Tana the Bloodsore. 18 decks on EDHrec.com at the time that the show notes were done. 18 only. There's not a ton.
0: That's very... Well, I mean, they don't super work really good together.
1: Yeah. Well, color pairings, remember we... Talked about that. Sixth most popular EDH commander for this color combination.
0: Not the least popular, but I mean, there's only... There's the commanders, like there's the Nephilim, there's Yidris, and there's the partners. So there's only so many to go around. Although the... Glintine Nephilim, which isn't even technically a legal commander, is more popular than these two.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, he's the sixth most popular one. Yidris, by far and away, is the first. Like, Yidris has over 2,200 lists. The next guys down is uh, Vile Smasher and Kadeli, 329 lists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, average converted mana cost 3.26 which is a little bit lower than the 3.5 average that we kind of talk about, but I think the deck actually feels like it's a little bit heavier than that because you're playing so many X spells. Even your Wrath Effect Killing Wave has an X in its casting cost. Yes,
0: and a lot of those low mana cost things are meant to help you pay your high mana cost things. Yeah. yeah lots of Lots of dorks and rocks and stuff.
1: Critical turn I maxed out at 5 because I don't think this deck is doing anything before turn 5.
0: Nothing really fast. You don't really get the fast win. You could maybe get a really lucky Hermit Druid into Necrotic Ooze if you you get the nuts, but... But that's even the, then,
1: yeah. like, Necrotic Ooze costs 4 or 5 mana, doesn't he? So yeah. even if you get him online on turn 4 or 5, you're still not going to win with it because you don't have any infinite combos in the deck. Correct. So you're you're playing the big creature swing for the fence game. Yes. Optimal game size, I think in these slow decks you want to... Play them in the big games, the more-than-your-regular four-person pod games, your five-player or six-player games. Agreed. Yeah. And th- those games do exist out there. Everybody talks about EDH on podcasts or in articles as four-player format. Uh, not always. Not, yeah. yeah. Uniqueness rating. This is where you scored all your points. If you look at the stock list for Silas Ren and Tanna the Bloodsore on edhrec.com, your deck has 58 cards that are different. Yeah. 58. Not including the land, of course, but 58 different cards. Zero tutors in the deck, which is the other place you scored all your points. You put them all into the spice calculator. Beep, boop, 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 boop. 79.
0: Yes. It's S- right up there with Damia Sage's. Yeah, Stone. that
1: might be the spiciest deck we ever built. And this one, um, more so than the Damia list, because that one played a bunch of combos and and like um, blood artists and stuff. This one is old school, big creature, beat down, feel good, fun, CCO, spirit of the format, dot deck.
0: Yes, there's lots in here to kind of find interactions. Even
1: sitting here with you
0: looking at stuff, I'm
1: like, oh, yeah, you could totally do that. Oh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't even realize, like the the need for Crucible of Worlds after you hermit druid for value. Like, who does that? Who hermit right?
0: druids for value? It's right. ridiculous, but...
1: Yeah. Super fun. Okay, so that's all we have to say on the deck today. Please don't forget to go onto Facebook, give us a five-star review, leave us a nice comment if you want. You could also do that on iTunes or Google Play, if you can do it on Google Play. Share our page, like our page. You get entered into the Thraxamundar contest, of course, where we give away a whole deck, sleeves, boxes, dice, everything you need to play. Don't forget to submit your funny Mark Niles nickname for the Sliver Tribal Package. We can call it that, right? Sure we can. Yeah. Yeah. And also, don't forget that patrons get extra entries for their level of patronosity, as Brando calls it. Yes. Buck a show goes a long way to help keep our bandwidth and storage space available. Final thoughts of the day? Final thoughts of the day?
0: It feels really good to go back to building
1: just one of these
0: sorts of junk decks. I was really excited for this show and the opportunity to actually build something like this. And I'm hoping you all enjoyed listening to us talk about it and... Enjoyed looking at it as much as I enjoyed digging through garbage to find this stuff to actually build it. It's nice to get back into a kind of a less combo less tuned, more opportunities to grow sort of deck. Grow inexorably, perhaps? I'll stop making that joke, I'm sorry. But, on the next show, we'll be back doing a little bit less feel-goody deck, but another tribal list that Ryan came up with. As we move towards the end of our tribal arc on Commander Cookout Podcast, hit our theme song!